Welcome to the friendliest campus in the South. Shotgun, Blanchard, one back set, rolls right, pressure coming, throws, Middleton, go, go, To the gym of the hills. He lifts it to left, that one's pretty well hit, Hall on the run, that ball is gone! Home of the Jacksonville State Gamecocks. This is your podcast for JSU Sports. High fly ball, center field. It is back. It's out of here. With your hosts, Brandon Owens and Cody Hooks, this is Cocky Nation. What is going on, FCS Fan Nations and all of our Gamecock fans to another episode of Cocky Nation Podcast. It is your host, Cody and Brandon, for another episode of All Things Cocky. Um, we have a lot to talk about, a couple things to talk about um, overall with athletics and then as well as football and basketball because we are getting to the nit and gritty with our football season and then we are just getting diving into our basketball season but brandon as always let's go ahead and get started with volleyball what you got for us uh so our volleyball team this past weekend got uh two wins they completely swept una three three sets to zero and they uh they then on sunday sunday Sunday. I think it was Sunday. They beat Austin P three sets to one. So we won our last two games of the season, won our last two conference games. We finished the regular season 24 and five with a conference record of uh, 12 and four. We secured the number three seed in the A Sun volleyball tournament. And that gave us a matchup against the Dirty Birds from Kennesaw State. And that game will take place November 17th at 1 p.m. And you can catch the game on ESPN+. Please tune in. This this team is very special. They have a chance to go to the ASUN Championship and have the opportunity to play for the automatic qualifying bid for the NCAA tournament. Um, so please tune in and support our Lady Gamecocks. Uh, I definitely agree. Way to go, Lady Gamecocks. We're proud of you. Keep doing the hard work. And um, uh, as you can see, those things really do just kind of pay off. So we are in full support of you guys and hope for the best. So now let's go ahead and let's just turn our gears to our two major focal points. Uh, the first one, as like I said, we are diving even more into the basketball season. We just got started. Uh, we talked a little bit last week about some of our first two games, and now we are diving into, um, unfortunately, our first loss. Um, if you were not paying attention last night, uh, JSU played, uh, we did not play at home. We played um, in Chicago. We played in Chicago. And unfortunately, we did end up losing that game 67 to 60. But I will go ahead and say, uh, overall, I'm not upset. I'm not upset. There are um, things that I had issues with, but overall, it was a very good showing. It showed that our team was very determined, very, um, they, they, they will fight to stay in the game, which with our upcoming games, I'm very excited to see that, but we will jump into that in a little bit. 
definitely, definitely, definitely agree, uh, Brandon. I mean, overall, like I said, I wasn't upset. I did catch uh, a good majority of the game. Um, and so I will say, like, overall, I'm not unsatisfied. Yes, uh, it did point out a lot of those things that we really need to start focusing on. But let's face it, you don't know what you need to fix until you lose. I mean, it just kind of happens. I mean, when we had our first loss against Tulane uh, in football, we really didn't have an idea what we needed to start looking at until afterwards. I mean, you mean Tulsa? Was it Tulsa? Oh it was God. Tulsa. I, I get them always mixed up. Y'all, uh, this is why Brandon's here. He's here to keep me in check. So when we lost to Tulsa, it did show us a lot of what we needed to adjust and what we needed to fix. A lot of those things we tried to apply, uh, some of those things we didn't apply, and that's neither here nor there. We're not talking about football right now. We're talking about basketball. And so overall, uh, several of the players um, did really good as far as uh, point-wise. Potter got 12. Um, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna butcher his name too. Uh, Nugamezi. Ingamezi. 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 Yeah. So it's uh, okay. Ingamezi. Okay. Ingamezi had 11 points. McDowell got 10 points. Um, but again, just there were some technical errors that we ran into. Um, that I noticed, you know, uh, defensively, we could have uh, covered a little bit more, uh, played harder on defense. Um, we could have taken some better shots. Um, ball handling, ball handling. Colton, like Jesus. Oh my gosh. Thank Make you, better passes. Make better passes. Take better shots. We had way too many contested shots, contested threes, contested layups, contested uh, jumpers, too many contested shots. If you don't have a clean shot, don't take it. So like Brandon said, yes, I completely agree. Um, we just, we were nineteen for 50, uh, not a 55 for field goals, uh, seven for 25, three pointers, um, free throws. We weren't too You're bad. Reading in Illinois, Illinois, Chicago. Am I reading Illinois, Chicago? I'm reading it the wrong direction. I listen. I'm tired, y'all. This um, is why I'm here. Exactly. Um. So let me restart. So Chicago had 19 for 55, uh, seven for 25 on three pointers, which you know that kind of you know made some. I mean, if you look at those numbers, that's kind of rough. Um, but. Or better than ours. Yes. I was about to say, JSU only made four for 20. And and that was, I mean, I would argue to say the least that we are not a three-pointer team. Like, we just Not really, this year. I don't think I'd argue that we never have been. I think there was only We one have season. been in the past. I think I think there was one season, and to my Two. recollection. What season are you thinking of? Last year. Yeah. But... Free throws, we did pretty solid, 8 for 10. Um, but then overall, just a lot of technical errors. And that's and that's ultimately what I saw. Um, I, I swear I'm dyslexic sometimes because I, I just look at the material wrong when I, when I read these stats. I'm so sorry, people. Um, but again, I'm not dissatisfied, but I'm glad that it happened because again, we need to be able to look at these technical errors and look at the fact that we need to 
handle the ball a lot better. Passing, we need to get better. Shots need to get better. Um, but again, it is early on. It's still early in the season, and I think that we can but, recover from this. But this is a team, especially when you look at the stats, this is a team that we should have beat. We were favored by three points. Our field goal percentage was better than Illinois-Chicago. Um, our free throw percentage was better than Illinois-Chicago. Now, granted, we fouled them way more, so they had 22 points off of th- free throws when when we only had eight um they had we had 26 fouls they had 16 uh we had 19 turnovers they had 17 we did out rebound them though i think that is going to be a very strong a very big strong suit for jsu this year is we are a big rebounding team we're going to be able to get more than one opportunity to get some points um so yeah We've got to fix the fouls. We've got to play more disciplined. Um, we've got to be careful about turning the ball over, especially with our who we're playing next. Um, I'm about to get into that. Yeah. I mean, so. overall, I'm I'm not again. I'm not dissatisfied. I thought we played decent, but we didn't play to full potential. Right. Um, and but, again, it's it's still early. It's still but, early. But the fact that their largest lead was only ten points. And we were able to hang around the entire game. Like, I'm not mad, but at the same time, like, there's things that we do need to work on. Um, Only lost by seven points, and we just had a really bad night. If a seven-point loss is a really bad night for us against a mid-major team, then I think we're in pretty good shape when it gets into the especially against a team from a conference that is much better than the A-Sun in basketball. I think once it gets to A-Sun play, I think we should be okay. Yeah. And again, hopefully they are, uh, that they are taking what happened last night and are going to apply it because if you're not been paying attention to the JSU basketball schedule, you know that on Friday night is actually a very big night. Um, so JSU will be traveling on Friday evening uh, to play at Alabama. Yes, the University Third of Alabama. Third time in a row they should be coming to Jacksonville. They're never going to do that. Um, but uh, they do play Alabama at Alabama in Tuscaloosa on the SEC Network at 7 p.m. Um, I don't want to say that we're going to lose this game, but we're probably going to lose this game. Mm-hmm. But especially again, if we play like we did Monday night. But again, it's how we it's the perspective that you take on things. I think that this is an opportunity for us to not necessarily try new things, but to solidify what we've been working on. Um, because if we can hold our own against an SEC team, especially an SEC team that's been prominently getting better over the last several years, especially making it to the big dance, um, then I think that we will be fine, especially going into ASUN, uh, ASUN conference games and any other uh, in our division overall. Um, so I think it's going to be a good game. Yes, Alabama's probably going to win it, but hey, you know, you never know. You, you, you just don't know. 
Alabama well, could just be completely off their game. Well, I will also say before we even like, because we're going to do predictions at the end for all of these basketball games that we're about to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, going on the Alabama game, like if you compare last season to how these two games is setting up for this game. Um, it's very comparable. Like we went into the game five and five didn't necessarily pe- play the greatest against certain teams that we probably should have beat. Um, so, I mean, I, th- I think this is going to be a lot like last year. Um, I hope so. Um, so I-, I think we're in good shape going into this game against Alabama, but we shall see. And then as far as the rest of the schedule for the next uh, several games that are coming up, um, after Alabama on Friday night, the next time we do play is on November 22nd, which is next Tuesday. So mm-hmm. if uh, so, technically a week from now, but depending on when this gets posted, which I assume it will probably be tomorrow or Thursday, um, then it'll be sometime next week. During Thanksgiving, it will be versus Elon. And if I'm uh, remembering correctly, it should be at home. It is an at-home game. Uh, so if you are not traveling to go home during Thanksgiving break, I highly recommend to go support the Gamecocks at home in, uh, in Pete Matthews Coliseum. And then again, it, that game's going to be on ESPN Plus. From there, we have the Lobo Classic, which is um, over Thanksgiving. And, which is again over Thanksgiving, November twenty fifth. Uh, we're going to play uh, UNM at six p.m. on November twenty sixth. We're going to play Northern Colorado at eight thirty, and on November twenty seventh, we're going to play NDSU. We are going to play the Bisons at which 4 p.m. I am most excited about that game. Uh, I am definitely in agreement with that. All these games are going to be located on ESPN Plus. So if you do not currently, I sound like an advertisement. If you're not currently uh, subscribing to ESPN Plus, you can go online and subscribe to ESPN Plus. And if and you it's, do, it's worth the money. Yeah. And if you do, give me your login because uh, I don't pay for ESPN Plus. What yes. you trying to do, Cody? Nothing. That seemed like a ruse for me to give you my login. Anyways, so um, <laughs> so just like Brendan and I just talked about, I think like the most exciting game for me. Um, besides if, Alabama. Yeah, besides Alabama would be North Dakota State. And I think that's ultimately because, I mean, the last time we had a chance to, to, to play North Dakota State was uh, when we played them in football and we all know how that went got our butts handed to us we did we did get our butts handed to us but i think this could be quote unquote a redemption time but i mean it depends on how you look at it because i mean obviously it it's not the same but at the same time it still it still feels bitterly sweet um and i think that i'm hoping i have bragging rights over podfather that'd be great which is the big boss man, Matthew Frazee, of this wonderful network that our podcast is a part of. Yes, we love you, Matthew. We 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 love you. Like, don't don't cut don't cancel us yet. <laughs> he might if we beat him. <laughs> um God, who is it on on 
Look at me throwing shade right now. Um, who's the one guy on FCS Fan Nation that's a JSU fan that constantly gets us in trouble? Um, there's there's many. There is many. I mean, there's to be many. fair, to be we fair, we do not claim them. Yeah, to be fair, I mean that's going to happen with any team. Uh, NDSU fans, you know who you are. Uh, Eastern Washington fans, you know who you are. Former James hey, Madison fans, that's my you new know team. Don't talk bad about my new team. Anyways, so um, I also think that Northern Colorado is going to be a, a really good uh, game. That's also because I just kind of have like a secret love for Northern Colorado. Um, don't ask me why. Long story short, I had a friend of mine that went and played over there for a little while. Um, and so I don't know. Well, they're also really good in basketball in the Big Sky Conference. Um, they they usually are in the top half of that conference. So, I mean, it, the Lobo Classic overall is going to be a very good test for us because we're playing, uh, I mean, New Mexico. It's, it's a hit or miss with them, but like Northern Colorado and NDSU, those are going to be really good tests for us. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, the biggest things that I want to see takeaway wise is just I want to see us start solidifying the plan that we have in action, which um, I know our our head coach is uh, trying new things every year. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I want to see us have a plan, implement the plan, execute the plan and the plan work. And if not, throw it out, try something new if, if we have to. So that's ultimately what I would say. Um, prediction wise. I'm bad with scores when it comes to uh, when it comes to basketball. I'm better with it when, when it comes to football. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just give you who I think is going to win, who's going to lose. Um, Alabama, we're going to lose that. Uh, Elon, we should win that. Mm-hmm. Um, New Mexico, easy dub. Um, Northern Colorado. That could be a good game. And that could be a really good game. I'm. I think I'm gonna have to. And listen, I'm usually the optimist here. I'm gonna give it to J. Uh, I'm not gonna give it to JSU. I'm gonna give it to Northern Colorado. But NDSU, go Gamecocks! Beat the Bison. Um. For Alabama, it really just depends on if the team from the shorter game shows up and is just completely clicking on all cylinders, or is it going to be the team that played against Illinois Chicago? That's making stupid and mental mistakes. Um, but I think we will play better. Yes, Cody. I would just like to say that Brandon's only saying this because he quote, no longer claims Alabama as one of his teams uh, because he, because JSU is moving up to the FBS. Um, That's the only reason why he's saying this, but continue. Um, But with how Alabama basketball is and like what conference they're in and how dominant they've looked so far, I have to pick Alabama in that game. Um, as for Elon, we beat him last year. We shouldn't have any issues, especially with it being at home. It doesn't matter how big the crowd is. We're playing at home. We should be able to beat Elon at home. Um, for the Lobo Classic against New Mexico State, I'm going to – not New Mexico State, New Mexico. Um, I'm picking JSU. 
uh, Northern Colorado. I'm actually picking JSU against Northern Colorado. And then NDSU, I will, in basketball at least, football is a different story, but in basketball, I will never pick the Bison. Uh, so Cox by 90. Wow. It should definitely be interesting. Um, and so with that being said, um, I think we've covered everything with basketball. And so uh, unfortunately, this is the like the second to last time that we're going to be able. I mean, we're still going to mention things with football because obviously as the season ends, uh, news and information, coach mm-hmm. change. We still like have that. one game that needs to be announced. I know to complete our 2023 uh, schedule. So uh, it's not completely over, but as far as like playing games wise, like, yes, uh, we are getting to the end of our season. Um, And unfortunately, as most of you JSU fans know, unless you've been living under a rock, you know that this Saturday is the last game. Um, Let's just take a moment of silence for the 2022 JSU Gamecocks. Um, especially Zion, because we know that this is his last season. Um, so one second silence over. Okay. So, um, last weekend, uh, so this past weekend, uh, was a very, very interesting game, uh, for several reasons. And I'll tell you, uh, like, and I don't mean like interesting, like some in a mad way. Yeah. Um, so JSU took on Eastern Kentucky um and and at jsu um it was per all of my friends freezing cold um oh my god it wasn't as bad as frisco but it was close it was so cold um i was not there unfortunately i wanted to be there because it was also um southerners reunion and i really wish i could have been able to be there i was hoping to get out by the time i was done with my uh tournament thing that i was at um, but unfortunately, I was unable to actually make it. But I did catch a lot of the highlights of the game. Uh, several of my friends kept me updated. Brandon kept me updated just a little bit. Um, and JSU ended up pulling out the win, pulling out the dub 42 to 17. A and I'm actually very dominant win. It was a very dominant win, which I was very excited to see because, arguably speaking, I don't think JSU has had a very dominant win over Eastern Kentucky um in the last like couple years um so that keeps us as number one in the a sun it's almost like jsu's got something to prove because of the fact that we can't compete for the a sun championship but you know hey it is what it is Um, i got t but i if i say it on in this recording i'm gonna ruffle some feathers pun intended pun intended um so i'll tell you afterwards You'll, you'll, you'll 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 like the news yeah so overall, uh, JSU um, was, again, very dominant win. Uh, we had about almost 16, uh, 50, almost 15,900 people there. Um, a lot of Southerners uh, came back. A lot of a majority of that is Southerners alumni. Yeah. Um, a lot of alumni in general came back for the game. Uh, we had a lot of uh, uh, great moments. The Sudler Trophy was uh, shown off to everyone, which if you don't know what that is, it's kind of like the Heisman for uh, for bands. Um, and it and it's great. Um, but again, I was I'm very happy. Okay, I am. I'm very happy with this game. It was a very dominant win. Um, Zion uh, completed 10 out of the 16 passes that he threw. 
Um, one person that really just kind of surprised me in this game. And I don't know if there was a specific reason why he had more time in this game than he has in the last previous games. Um, but Wiggins, Wiggins had 139 yards. That's a lot more than he has played in the last several games. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if that's because they know like it's the sign of the times and that he is probably going to end up having to take more of a dominant role next season. Well, LaRoche is a senior, so we're losing him after this season. That's true. And he only had 82 yards. Uh, Zion had more than he did uh, with 104 yards as far as rushing yards is concerned. Um, we had... We did have more rushing yards than we did receiving yards. uh, Let's just talk about that for a moment. (laughs) Can we talk about how hard it is for any team to rush for almost 350 yards in one game? Like, oh my gosh, the rushing yardage JSU had in this game. Eastern Kentucky could not stop any rushing attacks, any run plays, any scramble plays, like they could not stop the run. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, we could not stop the pass. Yeah. And see, and, and again, the the issue that I have right now, and I hope that we kind of change this up, is the fact that we are not a passing team. We're more of a running team right now, which is okay to an extent. But at the same time, um, I've made this argument before. Football is transitioning into a passing game. Who are your highest paid players in the NFL? It's usually predominantly your wide receivers and the quarterbacks that are throwing that ball. Now, you do have a handful of running backs that are prominently showing out. um, And running backs are not null and void, but... I would say, like, comparatively speaking, our passing game is significantly smaller. And so I just hope that maybe it's it's just the year. Maybe we change it next year. year. Like, I know I was talking to um, a friend of mine when I mentioned that Coach Rod was coming to uh, coach for JSU. He had talked to me about it because uh, he knew a lot about him when he was at West Virginia and uh, when he was in Louisiana. And so... He did say, you know, yeah, he is a running coach. Like, he likes the running game. And that is fine. Like, I'm all fine with that. But I just want to see more of a passing game. But, well, okay, so it's not like Rich Rod completely ignores the pass. Um, So we have um, passed for at least between 100 and 150 yards each game. So Rich Rod understands that the pass is important as much as running the ball. But what happens when you run the ball? More time comes off the clock. So he is very much using that to his advantage. Um, But also, let's take a look at a few other teams that have been very run dominant. Let's look at NDSU's of the past. Let's look at James Madison's over the past of, of the past. Um, even South Dakota State, they are most in the past. They have been run first. The only the only one that I would say isn't from time to time is South Dakota State, but definitely James Madison and North Dakota State. They have been run first, and they always have more rushing yards than passing yards. Um, 
but their passing yards are still up pretty high, like above 100 yards per game. So the fact that we have that kind of setup, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with being a run-first offense as long as we can still get the ball down the field on certain passes. And we have gotten away from the short pass uh, attack that Gross had. When we pass, we are trying to get the ball more down the field. Right. Um, if we do short passes, most of the time it's uh, tur- it like, um, like I, I guess, turn routes. I don't know. It's basically when you run short and then you basically turn around. I, I, I guess that's the right term for it. Or we do a lot of screen passes. Um, so it, it's not like we completely ignore the short pass because mm-hmm. a lot of our big gains have been off of short passes. We're just paying more attention to stuff that's happening down the field as far as wide receivers being or receivers being open. Right. So we are run first, but we still have a good pass attack for the most part. It's just, it's not our first priority. All right. And again, like overall, I'm, and I guess like I constantly like rant about it. And, and again, I'm in the same place as you where I'm saying like, yes, the run game is great because sometimes it is vital. I mean, um, the high school that I work at, they, they are very run heavy. They are not very passing heavy. Um, and so, you know, you are going to have that system that works. I just want to make sure in the same thing that you just said that on certain plays on third downs, when it's third and 10, or if it's third and 15, because we got a, a penalty, um, that we make sure that we are utilizing that passing game. And it's not, uh, let's attempt to make the pass. It's a, uh, Hey, this pass is going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's ultimately where I'm at, but, uh, here's the more important question. Cause nobody gave me an update on this. Uh, Eastern Kentucky didn't do anything to the band, right? No, thank God. Partly I think is because, you know, the, the re the Southerners, uh, reunion show was uh post game, not, not, not in the middle of halftime. Maybe. Um, so that, that probably contributed to it, but if any uh, Eastern Kentucky fans are listening, yes, we're calling your team out because this has happened on more than one occasion, and I bear witness to this on more than one occasion. So I have twice. Come at me. Um, but you overall, have twice. Exactly. So overall, I'm not. I'm not dissatisfied. Really good win, uh, JSU. Um, very happy um, that we were able to pull off this win. But now it is again. The season is not over. We still have one more game. Well, and our... before we before we move on to this week's game, um, a little bit more on the on what we were talking about about our passing game. Look at our completion rate versus attempts. Ten out of sixteen. Mm-hmm. So we had sixteen attempts, and ten of them were complete, and we got a hundred fifty yards on ten completions averaging 9.7 yards per catch. That is a fantastic stat for how little we passed. So just imagine if we decide to go with the pass game for one game. Imagine how many passing yards we can get with that kind of ratio. All right. Like, so I'm. we have a good pass game. 
But like I said, we're run first. So anyways, let's move on. <laughs> so unfortunately, yes, JSU season will end next week. Uh, how Sad. it will end, how it will end, uh, they will be the, the determining factor. Um, but uh, it is arguably speaking a very important game um, because uh, JSU is going to be facing Central Arkansas in Arkansas at First Security Field at SC Stadium. Um, and look they- at you go. What? I did my research. I was just impressed. I wasn't expecting that. Look at you go. Will uh, would be proud. I was about to say, if Will would be proud. Uh, we do end up playing them uh, again Saturday at 4 o'clock. Um, and they are second in the A-Sun. Now, arguably speaking, even if we lose this game, we'll still be first. Um, there, there's no change in that. We have a better record than they do. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that this is the defining moment. I mean, JSU, arguably speaking, and I agree or disagree, Brandon, starting this entire season, we started the season with some breaking news after that very first game in Montgomery, and that news was what? That we would not be eligible for the A-Sun title. I really think this entire season was just a giant middle finger to the ASUN conference and all the people that make those decisions because JSU has proven again and again this entire season. Now, yes, we've had some rough edges, you know, here and there. Um, but then again, one of those games was Tulsa and the other game was um, Southeastern Louisiana. Thank you. Um, and they're not terrible. Um, and so no, they're, they're most likely going to win the Southland conference and be in the playoffs. Exactly. And so, but again, JSU has played this entire season in the a sun division, just with a giant middle finger the entire time of just saying, if you wanted to take this away from us, that's fine. But no one else is going to claim this title. Um, because we know who truly deserves this title. Um, but what do we know? We're JSU. And so it's going to be a very good game. Um, I Again, biggest things that I want to see is more of that passing game, strong defense. Um, and then I want to see Zion give it his all. I want to see the completions be really good. I want to see the uh, when he gets pushed out of the pocket. I want to see him run that ball. Uh, I mean, I just want to see the Gamecocks play like they've never played before. And if anything, I want this to be a blowout game. That's what I want to see. Like, I really want JSU to take it to the house. Well, that could be a possibility because let's look at the other two teams that even stood a chance at possibly winning the A-Sun, Austin P and EKU. Um, if we beat Central Arkansas, Central uh, UCA, Austin P and EKU will be in a three-way tie for who the A-Sun is actually going to crown champion. Mm-hmm. And so all three teams will be co-champions um, with all of them beating each other. I'm not going to get into that. You, you um, know, it could have just been as simple as just letting things go. And then you look at how we beat 
Austin P and how we beat Eastern Kentucky, they were like they were bad losses for Austin P and EKU. Um, I want to say that the same thing is going to happen to Central Arkansas, but I know that's not going to be the case. Um, do I think we're going to win? Absolutely. I think we're going to win, but I think it it's tough. It's always tough to play it at stadium on the stripes. Um, and it's also going to be really, really cold because it's a four o'clock game and it starts getting dark around four o'clock, four thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the temperature I, I think is only supposed to get up into 44. Arkansas had uh, Arkansas, like the had university this of Arkansas had snow this past weekend. So, um, and I, I hate to say it. We have just... a history of not playing well in the cold or in the snow. Uh, so even though I think we will win, I think we're going to struggle a little bit and the game is going to be a lot closer than what JSU fans want it to be. Um, but then again, who knows? It could go the opposite way. JSU could completely run away with the game, but I think either way, JSU is going to get the job done and finish nine and two. I, I really do believe that as way, uh, as well, uh, as way, as way, as way, um, I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, um, it is almost 1130. That's also it true. It is way past our bedtime. It's something. So I do also want to add to it that I've just looked up what the... Weather's going to be supposed to be 46 degrees. The low is supposed to be 22 so it's going to be in the 30s, like lower 40s, maybe upper 30s when it kicks off. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. By the end of the game, we're going to look like a bunch of frozen uh, chicken fingers. So, you Oh, know. just like we were this past weekend? Jesus. Like, literally everybody kept telling me. And like, we blew every, Eastern like, Kentucky. All, everyone that I talked to on Saturday was just like, it's freezing. Like, they're like, I can't feel my fingers. I can't feel my The toes. wind was blowing bad. And I it was, was so bad. I had one friend uh, that that stopped texting me because they they were like, I can't, I can't respond. My fingers are going numb. And I said, Okay, well then stop responding and warm up. And and so they were trying to. And so um, I don't miss those days. I'm not even gonna lie. They're, um, so there, all the alumni went out at halftime for the Sudler pre- presentation because mm-hmm. we we played uh, Salvation and then we played the fight song two times through. There were a lot of alumni that did not go on the field at post game. I would say about a third of the alumni that was out there for uh for halftime was out there at post game. The rest of us were trying to warm everything up before we went back to the went back to our cars. For sure. <laughs> but um I am gonna again uh I think we're both agreeance. Uh JSU's gonna pull out the win on this game, and I think it's gonna be a really good um final prediction um i think i'm gonna pull jsu by 20 i think we're gonna get the job done um i am gonna go with a six point victory i'm gonna say jsu uh jsu 40 central arkansas 34 well, guys, it's been fun, 
But it, um, again, by the time that you guys listen to this, it's going to be a different time. But it's 11.22 right now. And I'm tired. I am um, very and, tired. And, and, and Brandon is also very tired because, you know, we have uh, we have adult jobs now. So we want to thank each and every one of you for listening. And, of course, if you're not already following us on all of our social media platforms, you're not doing the right thing. You're doing the wrong thing. You need to be better with your life. So you need to follow us on Twitter, Cocky underscore Nation. On Facebook, it's Cocky Nation, AJSU Podcast. And the same thing on Instagram, it's Cocky underscore Nation. And of course, as we always say every week, we are so thankful for the FCS Fan Nations for what they do to support us and all of the other FCS podcasts that occur on this channel. Uh, again, thank you, Matthew. We love you, Matthew. Please don't cancel us yet, Matthew. Um, and Brandon's holding up a heart if you cannot see if you're not watching this on uh, on the YouTube. Um, so again, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, we love you. Go Gamecocks. And uh, fear the beak. Thank <laughs> you.